Welcome to Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. I am your curator, Professor Grunsplatter. Beyond these doors crouch the wonders, horrors, and wry smiles of an uncanny world. This world, your world. Should you choose to come inside, the sounds and stories that the shadows tell will be yours to behold. Make no mistake, it is a place of questions, not answers. A place where the tickle in your belly or the twitch in your eye simply mean you're paying attention. But then if you weren't curious, you wouldn't be here. There will be no refunds once you enter. Thank you for your attention, and the brave ones come with me.
der geistige Seele. Ich habe ein Ziel. Mein Ziel ist die Wirklichkeit. Ich bin ein Niemand, dennoch bin ich glücklich. Ich habe keinen Besitz, dennoch besitze ich alles. Ich habe keine Wurzeln, dennoch bin ich tiefer verankert als je zuvor. Ich habe keine Waffe, dennoch besitze ich die effektivste. Ich habe kein Gesicht, dennoch habe ich den Ausdruck des Sinnes. Ich habe keine Stimme, dennoch spreche ich. Ich habe keine Freiheit, trotzdem bin ich der Welt. Ich habe kein Leben, aber dafür die Bestimmlichkeit.
Greetings, this is episode 47 of Professor Grunsplatter's Spookatorium. Thank you for stopping by. That was Sayama with the track Lemuria from their Decay to Nothing release. Uh, before that was Divinus Ball and Runa, and that is from what, as far as I can tell, was their only record called uh, Das Sein, Des Seins. Uh, that came out on Old Europa Cafe in 2002, and all the tracks on the album are untitled, but that was track 5. And opening the show today was Ten Horned Beast with Upon Their Head Names of Blasphemy. Um, I almost took this week off this time because I was running short on ideas, but I stuck with it, and I actually think it's a pretty good show. So I hope you enjoy it. Uh, coming up in a little bit, I have a look at a couple of entities from Choctaw folklore. Uh, but before we get to that, this is Dreadcore. <laughs>
être hémorragique. Ebola.
That set opened with Dreadcore and their track Nightjar. After that was MDS 51 with Matrice from the Incubus release. And the last track you heard was Nightmare with Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse from their Vasago EP. Mind your fingers and toes as we step to the carousel of cryptids and creeping things that lurk throughout history and along the back roads that stitch your neighborhoods together. I was thumbing through my notes from William Michael Mott's book, Caverns, Cauldrons, and Concealed Creatures, a study of subterranean mysteries in history, folklore, and myth. And these two entities, the Nalusa Falaya and the Bhopali from uh, Native American Choctaw folklore caught my attention. Um, They were mentioned in passing as he ran down different iterations of Celtic and Norse representations of the Fae and dwarves and those kind of things. And so I decided to see what else I could find out about them. Uh, At their peak, the Choctaw tribe were most present in the wooded areas of the southern U.S. in the regions that are now Mississippi and Alabama, to give you an idea of the type of environment that fed their folklore. Um, In modern times, there are federally recognized tribes in Oklahoma, Mississippi, and Louisiana. Um, Mott's book describes the Nalusa Falaya, uh, which translates to long black being, as a humanoid that slides on its stomach like a snake, whose pointed ears only accentuate its reptilian appearance. NativeLanguages.org fleshes that characterization out further, quote, um, Described as a tall, spindly humanoid, it is sometimes said to slither like a snake or melt into the form of a shadow. It lurks in the long shadows around dusk, frightening children from staying out too late and occasionally bewitching incautious hunters." A 1910 article from American Anthropologist on myths of the Louisiana Choctaw doesn't mention the snake-like behavior, but it does mention the long pointy ears and a long nose. It also refers to it appearing in the twilight hours. Um, The threat they pose is that the Nalusa Falaya will sneak up on the unsuspecting and emerge from the shadows to speak in a human voice. Uh, Some people they approach become so alarmed they faint, and when the victim is unconscious, the creature bewitches them by poking them with a thorn on the hand or the foot, which transmits into them the ability to do evil and the victim is unaware until their waking behavior changes that they have been bewitched. Um, Also interesting is that there's something that ties them to strange lights in the swamps which I didn't find from the other sources I looked at but it's mentioned in the the American Anthropologist piece. Um, It says they're able to remove their internal organs at night which causes them to become small and luminous and can often be seen along the marches. Uh, I found other sources that drew comparisons to Bigfoot and things like that, but the more studied resources all seem to agree on the long, slender, shadowy figure as being the true understanding of the the Nasula Falalia. Uh, It's not that different from the idea of shadow figures or Slender Man or some of those types of things that people still report, and I like the tie-in to the lights in the swamp. Mott refers to the Bhopali as a sort of supernatural dwarf that lives not just in the woods but within the cave mounds as well, somewhat akin to Nordic dwarfs. The name roughly translates to thrower because they have a reputation for throwing rocks at people. Native languages said some people believe the Bhopali are the same people as the Kawi Anu Kasha, another race of Choctaw little people who are typically described as powerful and dangerous rather than mischievous. They may have had two different aspects, or they may be two different bands of creatures. Um, The Kawi Anukasha were said to have strong magic and would bestow powers on people who were good to them. The descriptions of the Bopali seemed more mischievous than that generally, but I did find this in an edition of the American Antiquarian and Oriental Journal dating back to 1895. 
Every mysterious noise heard in the forest was ascribed to the Bhopali. They took pleasure in striking pine trees with rocks or sticks. It's said the, the Bhopali is never seen by common Choctaw. The Choctaw prophets and doctors claim the powers of seeing and communicating with him and that he assists them in making their medicines. This one's interesting from a modern sense because one of the things people attribute to Sasquatch is rock throwing and tree knocking. And in both cases, they represent things that people still have experiences with and time has simply given them a different skin. So I thought those were fun. Um, this is Noctilucent with Devouring Night.
That was Noised from their From Beyond EP with the track The Ritualist. Uh, before that was Shinkiro with Reflections of Her Deepest Fears, Stage 6. And opening that set was Noctilucent with Devouring Night. And uh, to give a little plug, uh, Joseph from Noctilucent has a YouTube page that's also called Noctilucent. And he does um, dark ambient reviews, talks a little bit of shop, and... Um, 
does some uh, record collection updates and those kind of things. Um, if you have an interest, um, he posts videos pretty regularly, and it's worth checking out. Uh, up next um, is Aberva with uh, Ohu Terra.
Aquarium exists to showcase music and ideas. I am not an expert at anything, and I have no agenda beyond fostering curiosity. The show is not monetized on any platform. It's available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and others. A video version is available on the Cryonic Mind YouTube page. If you can like, subscribe, comment, etc., it helps the show's visibility. If your music was featured here and you'd prefer it was not, let me know and I will remove it from the feed. You can reach the show at spookatorium at gmail.com. The website can be found at spookatorium.org, and your comments are always welcome. Thanks very much for spending some time here. That was Cletus with Rains from their Black Rainbow release. And before that was Aberva with Ohutera. Thanks very much for listening. As always, I appreciate it. That is all there is for this episode. To bring it home this time, how about uh, Into the Pale Abyss with Caustique?